No, this was actually oh. tested already. <laughs> oh, we tested already? Yeah. You already recorded us? Yes. Oh. Oops. Yep. Good noises you're making. <laughs> We're done now. <laughs> you want to start over? No, I'm good. I don't okay. care. <laughs> We're good. We're good, 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 good. Sam, we got a new case on our laptop. Yeah, so I can put all the stickers on there. I want, I'm going to buy a clear one next. This one's like blue, not blue, it's like black clear. So you can still see through, but it's pointless, but... Okay. I want to buy all the stickers. This one is from one particular shop. So. It's called Acorn and Crow Studio. Uh, she has a TikTok and she has an Etsy, and her Etsy is cool as fuck shit. I love it. There's like a soda can that says 100% unstable, and it's called Anxiety. <laughs> uh, there's a coffin that says tired of your shit. A lot of really cool stuff. Oh, and there's like a witch hat that says fuck being good, I'm a bad witch. <laughs> And then some, like, other cool, like, artistic things, because she's an artiste. Nice. She really does, like, these really cool, like, milk carton things, uh-huh. which is very popular, and I feel like it's very anime, so. Oh. Not very big into anime, but I really liked this one, because it's spooky. It's very cool. That's it. Nice. She has a lot of other cool stuff if you want to check it out. And then I want to make another one of just the stickers that I have from Monique. Uh-huh. And then I'll probably have to get another one, because I probably am going to buy her... Okay. More stickers. <laughs> okay. She releases more, you know? Yeah. That's how it goes. Support small business, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it. Cool. How's your week? Uh, I feel like it was good. But I can't think of anything significant that happened. Okay. Can you? Oh, yeah. We went and saw Halsey's movie. Yeah. And the live... Quote unquote live performance of the new album, which yeah. was not live. It no, because she was, but it was like a eight months pregnant. She's not right, pregnant. Right. <laughs> uh, I thought it was live up until I saw her very pregnant belly. body. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, uh, this is pre recorded. Yeah. So, but which, it was cool. I thought I it was super the album. cool. I, oh, I love the, the album. The album's really good. It's so good. Um, no, I was telling you that Halsey did more while she was pregnant than I've ever done in my whole life. Yes. Which is true. She wrote and produced, well, pro- with, like, Trent Reznor and... She like, got together with the Nine Inch Nails, basically. Yeah. Said, like, hey, let's this- make an album. And yeah. they were like, okay. Basically. <laughs> they like, all cool. made an album, first off. And then they made a movie to go with the album. Mm-hmm. And she's still pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then she did this, like, live performance. Right. And God knows what I, what else she's done on like under the books that she hasn't told us about. Right. Like just life in general. She yeah. had a baby. <laughs> yeah. Bananas. Jeez. But it's really good. Cool. Very good album. So. Yeah. Very cool. different. How was your week? Oh, it was great. I'm really stoked because today I found out I have to get a wisdom tooth removed, uh, which I already did all of that in high school. I got all of them that I had at the time removed, just and apparently I grew. One more so i go to the dentist and he's like you sure you sure it's a wisdom tooth i'm like bro it's a wisdom tooth and he he takes like two seconds and looks in my mouth he's like oh yep you gotta get that out how about tomorrow and i'm like oh okay we're doing this maybe tomorrow okay yay yeah so by the time this comes out uh hopefully i edit it well and i'm not on too many painkillers and yeah, all the day before my birthday. So I'm really excited oh, yeah. about this week. Yeah, that's so far. Great. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Big mm. bummer, but 
whatever. What are you gonna do? It's better than all my teeth being jacked up from a rogue wisdom tooth. That's true. After like years of braces, so yeah, <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. You got anything else? Um, we've got some really good suggestions lately. Yeah. That's been Stoked. super cool. So, uh, we're gonna try to get to them soon. What we also have like our own ideas that we kind of like want to mix in. We don't want to just like throw them all out at once because right. like they were given to us. Like we're gonna get to them. We promise. Yeah. Um, we just have other things to work on. We've locked the dogs out because they just got dinner and they're making they're mouth noises. All kinds of upset about it. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we get this show on the road? Yeah. I got a beer. He's yeah, we're got a tour. Smirnoff. What? He said, let's get the show on the road. Oh. Don't tell people we're touring. We have... We're not touring, but that would have been a cool... listeners. That would have been a fun, like, pun if it was true, you know? Yeah. But... Definitely not. Yeah. Definitely Um, okay. So, Sammy, um actually gave me the idea for this i was trying to she came up with her topic before mine and so i was trying to figure out something that was like along those lines i really think i missed the mark there but (laughs) who cares it's our show right but this came from an idea she gave me when she was trying to give me more ideas for what to do Mm -hmm. and her her prompt was um things that are extinct and I said, oh, Roanoke. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Yeah, obviously. What was the idea that I gave you, the other one? Pompeii. Oh. Similar. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. So for one, yeah. One disappeared, the other one disappeared in a different way. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, Pompeii happened because of the volcano, volcano, right? Right. Yeah. That would have been a short episode. Volcano happened. No, it would not have because... Anyways, you should do. Pompeii. I might do that in a different episode because yeah. there's like a bunch of conspiracy. And there's also like some super like. Really, I am not aware of any of that. Pompeii. I just thought it was very straightforward. I'm... Like this happened, people died. No. No. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm like mixing a bunch of like. I don't know cities that I have, have no been idea. destroyed by volcanoes into one, but I'm pretty sure, um, Pompeii, like the people escaped they managed to get out of the city or at least most of them and they hid underground or somewhere mm. they thought was safe but because the whole city got buried they end up like just oh fuck dying oh that sucks thinking Worse. that they could leave thinking eventually. that they got away oh yeah. that that's sad yeah um maybe take that out damn <laughs> so we don't like spoiler alert this is what i'm gonna talk about fuck <laughs> um no i'm gonna be talking about the Lost Colony of Roanoke. I'm clapping. Tiny claps. Um, so, yeah. So, b- over 30 years before the, like, actual pilgrims came to Plymouth Rock on, like, the Mayflower, all that, mm-hmm. everything you learn in school bef- before that, decades before that, a group of 117 men, women, and children um, made their way here and landed on Roanoke Island in July of 1587 and established the first attempted settlement of its kind in the Americas. That's Americas. Crazy. Americas. Yeah. Um, so one of the settlers was a man named John White. Of course. Yeah. And he, um, 
He was recruited by Sir Walter Raleigh. <gasps> what? Nothing. Okay. Is that part of yours? No. Okay. No, it's definitely not. It, but it is? No, I was... No fucking way. No, 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 it's not. That, that's, like, fucking weird if it is. But, no. Oh, God. We're, we'll talk about okay, this. Okay, okay, okay. So, recruited by Sir Walter Raleigh, among these settlers was a guy named John White, his pregnant daughter, uh, Eleanor Dare, her husband, Ananias Dare, and the Indian chief, Manteo, who had become an English ally during a previous visit in Britain. Mm-hmm. So, like... He had made his way to Britain before we ever made our way here, which is kind of bananas. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we talk about that all that much. Um, they unloaded everything from the ship, uh, all their belongings, supplies, um, and then they repaired an old fort that had previously been set up on the island um, before we had ever got there. So they ended, ended up landing somewhere that was already kind of established, sort of, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. On August 18th of 1587, Eleanor Dare gave birth to a daughter who she named Virginia, and she was the first English child that was ever born on American soil. Fun fact. Ten days later, John White left back for England, saying that he was going to come back with more supplies, and that was the last time he was ever going to see his family. Ugh. Yeah. Big bummer. Three years later, he comes back to Roanoke, like... I don't know if they thought he was going to come back in, like, a couple months, but it was three years later. So he comes back, and uh, he, he shows up on his granddaughter's third birthday to find the settlement was completely deserted. Um, everything, all the supplies have been just plundered, gone through, rat-fucked, and uh, it, the whole thing was surrounded by, like, overgrown bush. So it was, like, an, it, it, it happened a while, like that for a while ago. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> That's crazy. On one of the fence posts, he found the word Croatoan carved into the surface and the letters C-R-O carved into a tree nearby. Croatoan was the name of, like, a a nearby Native American tribe. Uh, He took the carving as a sign that the colonists had moved inland to Croatoan, the home of Chief Manteo's people. Chief Manteo was the one who was among... The settlers who came back, which would be on present day Hatteras Island. And that's where the Crotons were. And that's where he thought that they went. So he wanted to go check this out. um, But a huge hurricane ended up hitting the coast like right after he got there, Mm -hmm. which damaged all of his ships and forced him to go back to England instead of checking out that island yeah despite repeated attempts he was never able to raise the funding or the resources to make another trip to america again he had given up any kind of hope on finding the settlement or the people that he went there with and he died uh several years later on one of raleigh's estates never really knowing what happened to his family and the colony in general which is super sad i think um so what clues did he have? He had the Croatoan and the CRO. Eventually, a bunch of archaeologists found a bunch of pottery pieces that were found on like other parts of the area, which were believed to be of that colony because they didn't match what, uh, like the ones in Jamestown. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of things led them to believe that that pottery was from this specific colony, which mm-hmm. is cool. And I'll like go into this a little bit deeper deeper in a minute, but on one. A document they found a message in invisible ink that had some information on it 
that was promising. So, <laughs> yeah, here's, I know. Here's the thing. It's like a Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah, like, I don't, I do not understand <laughs> how, like, they could discover how to use invisible ink back in the 1500s, but, like, we still, like, pooped in the ground. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> It's priorities. Okay. Do we poop in the ground or <laughs> do we, do we, do do we come s- up with plumbing? Do we put all of our resources to towards coming up with plumbing or do we keep our secrets away from the Spanish colonists? Secrets. This is going to sound like a lot. It's really not. Twelve theories that people <laughs> have on what happened to it's these gonna people. It's going to sound like a lot, it's, but it's not. It's really, they're Only very 12. condensed and I just think they're funny. That's why I included all of them because okay. a lot of them are kind of like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> uh, number one. They tried to sail back to England, but they failed. So this is an obvious theory that has been, you know, gone over uh, over the years. And the idea is that once they realize, like, fuck, he's not coming back. We are not doing well here. And we don't have supplies. Um, People think that they simply tried to make their way back to England and ended up lost at sea. Uh, second theory, Spanish troops wiped them out completely. So the battle between Spain and England was raging uh, over in England. However, Spanish troops were also situated just south of Roanoke in Florida. It's not really unreasonable to think that they could have sent a group to take out that colony just to be dicks. Yeah. Uh, number three. They suffered a fatal infectious disease. Also, not that out there. No, not at all. <laughs> Considering the poop situation, you know? Yeah. Um, various Native American tribes in the area claimed to see evidence of the colony fighting against itself, which led a lot of people to wonder if a disease or a plague caused a lot of the people's mental health to suffer, which could have led to intense and violent paranoia and would have led them to just murder each other. Right. That is a theory. Number four, uh, which kind of goes along with this, resorting to cannibalism. Uh, After evidence was discovered of at least one act of cannibalism in the later Jamestown settlement, uh, which was reported by the Smithsonian Magazine, it's not like a super far out idea to wonder if the earlier Roanoke colony also found themselves resorting to similar ways to stay alive uh, as soon as all their food started running short and they weren't super good at hunting or gathering, um, which could have led to them potentially just wiping themselves out at that point. Right. Number five, uh, there's an idea that they were murdered by Chief Powhatan. That sounds familiar to me. Because uh, he's the father of Pocahontas. Oh. Mm -hmm. He allegedly confessed to John Smith that he was responsible for the execution of an entire colony, likely referring to Roanoke. However. John Smith, the other guy from the 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 blonde guy. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) The white blonde man. (laughs) Like, I guess I never realized that Pocahontas is kind of loosely based off of, well, I mean, obviously we. There was a, yeah. There's truth to the story of Pocahontas, but I didn't think they used, like, actual real-life historical characters. Oh, yeah, they totally did. Because what are they going to do, sue? (laughs) Pocahontas going to sue? They're dead as fuck. Yeah, so, um, reports like that one that were done by the Johns Hopkins magazine have concluded that, uh, Chief Powhatan was probably stretching the truth to make himself seem a little bit more impressive. Mm-hmm. I took out a whole colony by myself with my bare hands. Like, okay. Especially back then, it's like, I don't There's need nobody proof. There you to... just have to trust <laughs> yeah, my word. Exactly. Um, number six, which I like this one. The 
there's an idea that they joined the Croatoan tribe, which makes sense. Um, I'll go a little bit more into this later, but the basic idea is that the, you know, the Croatoans lived on an island just south of Roanoke that went by the same name as their tribe. Um, and according to reports from the History Channel, which if you want to take your information from there, you can, but take it with a grain of salt, um, researchers found evidence that the settlers integrated themselves within the tribe and could have even broken off to join other tribes on the mainland, which there's quite a bit of evidence to support that particular idea. Number seven, here's where it kind of gets weird. Uh, the Croatoans oh, executed them weird. as witches. Yeah, see, it is weirder. What? <laughs> so th that tribe what? believed that uh, witches could inhabit both men and women. Uh, there isn't a lot of evidence to support this, but there are theories that they sentenced the colonists to death after suspecting them of witchcraft. <laughs> Honestly. It gets better. Do you want to hear the next one? Yes, let's they transformed go. into trees. That's a theory out there about Roanoke. I mean, that, you know what, that's not too far-fetched, because if you die, your decomposed yeah. body turns into other living things. I, yeah. Like a tree. This idea stems from the word Croatoan being etched onto one of the trees, which it wasn't. It was on a fence post, but there was other things etched onto the trees. Um, on the island, which led people to believe that the tribe somehow turned all of the colonists into trees. Oh. Because they're not witches. Yeah, I was about to say the they can do the witchcraft. <laughs> but, uh, okay. I don't know, man. <laughs> um, obviously far-fetched, but a theory nonetheless. Um, number nine, they were possessed by the devil. Oh. Another less likely, still wildly rumored scenario involves the whole colony having been possessed by one of the evil spirits that the Croatoans allegedly believed lingered around the island. I don't know how that led to them dying, but that's a It's like a theory. Amityville. Like one of them just went crazy. Right. Just yeah. killed them all. Yeah. Number 10, similar to ones before, they were all cursed by witches. Instead of uh, being witches themselves, some people believe that... Uh, or I guess wondered if they were maybe victims of witchcraft themselves, and the witch, the witches caused them to disappear. Of course, you know what blows my mind. Yeah, it's like how back in the day, like witchcraft was so like you do something so fucking weird, and not even so fucking weird. You just do something you that somebody do doesn't like, <laughs> and, you're and then a witch. it's just like you're a witch. And the things that people would do to like. Yeah. Like look, yeah, it's not crazy to believe that we'll kill a whole colony because of witchcraft. Right. If that was the case, like none of us would be alive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If we still followed along those beliefs today. Totally. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's psychotic to think that. I... Whatever. Yeah. I I don't, I don't disagree. I I think we've come a long way in a lot of ways, but uh, we have not. regressed in a few yeah. years. <laughs> Um, number 11, they were sabotaged by one of the Queen's men. Uh, some anthropologists believe that Sir Francis Walsingham, who was Queen Elizabeth I's uh, Secretary of State, made sure the colony would become stranded in a plot to discredit Sir Walter Raleigh, who had funded the whole thing. Uh, he was known as the Queen's, like, golden boy, so Sir Francis might have wanted to take him down a peg. Uh, by foiling his grand plans, even at the cost of all these other people's lives. 
I don't know. It seems a little far-fetched and uh, questionable that, as to whether it would work. Honestly, so. it just seems like a lot of work. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number 12, I'm leaving the most far-fetched out there uh, for last. They were abducted by aliens. <clears throat> you think that's the most far-fetched? The, I, kind the tree of. one's not? Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. I forgot that one was Considering in Considering the podcast we have, you're like, yeah, aliens don't exist. <laughs> that could never happen. Um... Especially, like, North American aliens. Could you imagine if they just, like, saw this, like, group of people that were like, oh, no, I don't know you. There really isn't, like, anything to that. It, the whole, it's just that they were abducted oh. by aliens. Like, there's no. <laughs> there weren't crop circles. No. No. It there was weren't just dead like, cows. well, people disappeared. Obviously aliens. Obviously. Yeah. They have enough. They have a need for all of those people. Right. Um... I don't know if you know this, but the the mystery of Roanoke has actually pretty much been solved. I feel like it's kind of like Dyatlov Pass, even though we just got the solving of yes. it. I think it's one of those things that people just don't aren't going to believe no matter what. Right. We like uh, spoopy stuff. Yeah, we like the, the what if. Right, right. I, that does fit, but what if... <laughs> but what if it was aliens or witches? Yeah, but what if like <laughs> it was this crazy like Russian spy experiment? Yeah, obviously. Um, so researchers uncovered a new lead in 2012 while they were examining a map at the British Museum in London that White had painted of the Elizabethan-era United States titled La Virginia Pars. Hidden La Virginia? La Virginia Pars. Oh, yeah, maybe. He... I'm going to start calling Virginia La Virginia. La Virginia. That was his granddaughter. So. Oh. Yeah, it's not. Never mind. It's not romantic in any fashion. No, I was just, never mind. Oh, okay. Is that Did he name Virginia after his daughter? I Is that how this came about? I don't. Was, was that a common name back then? His granddaughter. Yeah, daughter, family, stuff, okay. whatever. I don't know. I'm unsure. Probably. It makes sense. How dumb is that? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so he painted this uh, painting of the United States and hidden in invisible ink, presumably to guard information about the colonies from the Spanish, were outlines of two forts. 150 miles west of Roanoke, the same distance away that the colonists had told White that they planned to move, according to his writings. <laughs> what? If they told him that they, they planned to move and he came back three years later, he's how like, is he so surprised? He's like, Croatoan. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh shit, something else happened here. I know, right? Uh, the first colony's foundation team of archaeologists, led by a guy named Nick Lucchetti, uh, set out to investigate the site in Bertie County, North Carolina, in 2015. So this was the area where this one fort was. Um, promisingly, the possible sediment, settlement was close to an American uh, Native American village called Metaquim, which was typical of early uh, European settlements. They would have settlements close to Native American ones because right. you could share information yeah. and figure out what the fuck you were doing at this brand new continent. Right. Um, there was no sign of a fort anymore, but just outside the village wall, the archaeologists found two dozen shards of English pottery at what's been dubbed Site X. Uh, they used ground-penetrating radar, which revealed another possible dig site two miles away. Mm -hmm. The search continued 2019 at what's been dubbed Site Y, which uh, came up with a lot more fragments of ceramics from different parts of Europe. The fragments, which came from vessels used for like food storage and prep 
suggests the presence of long-term residents, not just short-term. So it seems like they lived there for quite a while because they had these types of uh, pottery. Experts haven't ruled out the possibility that the artifacts might have been left by the Jamestown colonists, but Mm. um, Lucchetti is confident that his find is evidence of a group uh, of relocated Roanoke colonists. um, And that's because of the lack of English pipes, which were super common and found all over the fucking place among the Jamestown settlers, which suggests that what they found dated from a different period. I see. Um, when was Jamestown? Jamestown was in... Did I miss that? I'm sorry. No, I just... I didn't skip it. I just... It was founded in 1607. Oh, okay. So definitely after, after Roanoke. Okay, yes. that makes sense. Right. Um, According to Nick... He said, we are very confident that these ex- excavations are linked to the Roanoke colonies. We have considered all, over, all other reasonable possibilities and can find nothing else that fits the evidence. Um, a First Colony Foundation representative told Artnet News in an email, the excavations begin to reveal where the colonists went to live and how they tried to survive in the New World. So, odds are that's what happened. However, many people, myself included, think they also could have integrated with the Croatoan tribe. Um, another theory that we spoke about before is that they went to Crotoan, hence the obvious note right. left on the fence post right. and on the tree that says Croatoan. <laughs> we were in like a time back then where like yeah. you can't just leave a, a little piece of paper because like the yeah. you have no idea when somebody's nature's gonna, come back. gonna fucking destroy right. that. Like right. why not yeah. carve it on a piece yeah. of a piece of tree? Right. <laughs> like that's that's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if I expected you to come back, I'd just be like, hey, we went to Maryland. Yeah. Just put Maryland. Right. That's a pretty self-explanatory <laughs> fucking I bet note. they went to Maryland. <laughs> yeah. Huh, Maryland. I've heard of that before. Yeah. Let's go there. Right. Um, <laughs> a, an archaeologist, not an archaeologist, the co-founder of the, the Croatoan Archaeological Society, uh, Scott Dawson, told the Virginian Pilot, which is a, I guess, newspaper, that uh, where they had been looking, the... It, I don't know if you remember, it's called Birdie. Um, that's the site of the fort that was 50 miles away that doesn't really have a fort anymore, but that's like Site X. Okay. Um, he was saying that that was the heart of enemy territory, and it's the last place that he thinks that they would have gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, they literally wrote down that they went to Croton. Literally. <laughs> but it's also very possible that both of those theories are true. They could have sent a group to Croton. Um, they could have sent another group to the to Site X. Like, they could have split. They could here's, have integrated with other tribes. Yeah, here's the, do they have evidence about, like, if the enemy had moved? And so then, therefore, they're like, oh, we have to take this new land. That yeah. would be a good tactic, I would think, if somebody yeah. was just like, hey, I, our enemy bro just moved more west, like, yeah. let's get some more ground and, mm-hmm. like, take over their camp. Yeah, totally. I mean, I can see both happening, too, yep. by my expert opinion. Yeah, I think they both probably happened because there's pretty good evidence of both of those things, So, what, I, and there's no reason why not. Right. What happened is half of them went to take more land from the mm-hmm. enemy, and then the other half were, like, were just mm-hmm. chilling there, and then the Croatoans came in, they're just like, hey, you want to hang out on our island? It's like, yeah, yeah sure. Chill, dude. And then they're like, actually, this island isn't cool or good anymore because, like, weather so we're all and hurricanes, go. <laughs> so let's just go further in west. Yeah. Yeah, totally possible. Especially since he got fucked over because he landed there and there was fucking hurricanes. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't think I'd want to be on an island. I don't think... I I would love the East Coast, probably just because of water, and it seems very good, like, weather-wise for me. In my opinion, it's, like, not too hot. It's not, like, fucking Arizona, you know what I mean? Yeah. But how how do you guys deal with hurricanes? Like, we know the destruction that happens every fucking year. Like, how do you do that? I think they tend to hit the southern border but I mean, a lot even more then, than they hit. Like, like you don't hear of a hurricane really hitting New York. Or I mean, that's true, but they can get, like, some of, Salem, like, the wind or, or like, the bad yeah. storms from it. Yeah. I think I they're know. a lot less common because of the cold water. You get more on the south because the Gulf of Mexico is a lot the warmer. hot water and that yep. cold water. Mm-hmm. Like, but, like, people in, like, Florida and, like, New Orleans, Dude, like, the eastern know. part of Texas. Yeah, like, screw that. It blows my mind being, like, landlocked and, like, seeing that kind of stuff. I don't yeah, understand. I, hate it. I can't, I don't, I cannot wrap my hand around it. So. Nope. nope. Um, so my... that's Roanoke. That's awesome. If you want a spookier story, you can look at, I think it's season six of American Horror Story. I think I'm on a kick. Like, every story I'm doing has to do with American Horror Story. Did your last one, too? Yeah. What did you do last time? I did the Los Feliz Murder House. Oh, yeah. Huh. <laughs> well, I guess next week we're going to have to choose something else. H.H. H. H. Holmes. <laughs> okay, well, now you know what you're going to talk about next week. <laughs> I've done that before on the other podcast. I don't have any of my notes, though. Oh, what a bitch. I know. I guess you got to start all over. Shit. Shit. Okay, so this is going to be... <laughs> I think this is, like, the strangest topic for me to choose, because I know nothing about okay. this topic, except for what I researched. <laughs> um, I got on this kick because of, a while ago I saw this TikTok about this particular thing that I'm talking about, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to go into, like, conspiracies and all these things about this. Right. It's not as involved as I thought it was going to be, but oh, <laughs> here we are. I'm going to be talking about the... <laughs> This sounds so ridiculous. Oh, I'm so boy. sorry. I'm going to be talking about the theories behind the Tyrannosaurus Rex. It sounds so ridiculous. Is this the first time you're saying it out loud? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I entitled it Dino Theories, right after Jurassic Botched. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. Growing up, I had no interest in dinosaurs. But TikTok has given some pretty good, interesting conspiracy theories about the T-Rex, so I wanted to talk about it. The T-Rex is believed to have existed between 83.6 million years ago to 66 million years ago, which is way before Roanoke. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> this uh, this uh, dinosaur had a massive skull uh, that was balanced by a long, heavy tail. And I'm sure as I'm saying this, you have this picture in your head. Yeah. Um, they measured up to 40 feet in length and about 12 to 20 feet in height, depending on like maturity and like uh, gender. They could run up to 17 miles per hour. Which isn't really that fast when you think about it, but when you think about an animal, like, we can't run that fast. Right. Can we? How fast? Using Bolt probably can. 17 miles per hour. It's pretty fucking fast. Is it? Yeah. Doesn't feel fast in a car. But here's the thing is that they weighed between um, 9,900 pounds and 18,000 pounds. Jesus. So super range there, too. Yeah. Depending on, like, what kind of area they were in at the time. (laughs) Well... And how do you know 
how much muscle they were able to put on? How do you know how much fat they had on their bodies? Yeah. yeah, like how do you? What, what are we guesstimating this from? Bones? No, I'll tell you exactly what bones? we guesstimate Rocks. this from. No. Um, <laughs> she so, just says no. Just no. We're gonna talk <laughs> okay. about that. So they lived during the Cretaceous period and had an average lifespan of thirty years, which I think is quite impressive. For, Say like, the Cretaceous. Is that right? Cretaceous. I did this last time too. <laughs> I did this last time. What other time time was I talking about the Cretaceous period? (laughs) I don't know. Or the Cretaceous. Fuck, I did it again. (laughs) Whatever. I'm just going to call it the Cretaceous. You guys know what it is. I'm just kidding. It's the Cretaceous. Um, Experts over the years have predicted the T-Rex as a huge, aggressive predator, which is what we see in Jurassic Park. Right. We all know that image, as I said before, is like all over media, movies, and it's the scaly reptile. However, you may or may not have heard the new research coming around that maybe the T-Rex was actually covered in feathers and not scales. Um, because of discoveries of, of, like, I would say recent, I'll give some dates here with some articles that I have found. Um, they found fossils of a, quote, earlier T-Rex that might have proof of these feathers. Um so I don't know what they mean by earlier. Like, how early do you mean? Like, right. <laughs> seems a little weird. Um, so the idea is that they might have had the feather coat in the early stages of when the T-Rex came about. But then as it, like, evolved through the years, it lost its coat for, like, evolution purposes. Hmm. And according to the Smithsonian, as of June of 2017, Jason Biddle, who reports for National Geographic, says the T-Rex was actually scaly. So I'm going to go back and forth between some scientists as they uh, argue their points. Um, He says that they studied skin impressions from fossils found in Montana and compared them to skin patches of other dinosaurs, like, you ready for me to say things that I can't pronounce? Yep. The Albertosaurus, the Dasplatosaurus, the Gorgosaurus, and the Tarbosaurus. Fuck. Which are basically just different versions of a T-Rex. They're, like, all, like, a Tyrannosaurus Rex type of dinosaur, but it's just, like, it's, like, a different bird. Right, right, right. It's, like, a different species of T-Rex. Right, Um, And it just depends on, like, the region and time periods also. Okay, so those samples didn't show evidence of any feathers, and they came from areas um, of the dinosaur's check, check, (laughs) chest, neck, pelvis and tail so where you would see feathers um and they concluded that this showed that most if not all tyrannosauroids were scaly uh and that the t-rex might have had some feathers but the plumage was likely limited to the dino's back which makes me think of dogs and like their hackles right um but that's just based off of my opinion. I have no scientific proof to back that up. Right. Um, other scientists believe that the T-Rex got rid of his feathers because of being so large, they couldn't cool off as quickly. So oh. as they evolved, sure. they were like, oh, it's getting hot in here. I don't have I'm any sweat glands. I got to get rid of these fucking feathers. Um, there's also evidence of one large Tyrannosaur that had feathers. The Yetiranus. Oh, fuck me. I'm so sorry. Which was found a while ago in China. Um, This dinosaur was about 30 feet long and covered in fine feathers. I don't know the difference between fine feathers and regular feathers. Maybe a bit like down. Maybe. 
That would make sense. Yeah. Um, though it was smaller than the T-Rex, it was about the same size as the Albertosaurus and the Gorgosaurus, which I mentioned before. She um, just got done, like, reading all these Pokemon names, and she reads them <laughs> so well. Stop. They, we didn't buy Pokemon animals. <laughs> That's why I love you so much. <laughs> because I can say Gorgosaurus because I was looking at my Pokemon cards. Yeah. God, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So whatever. It's the same size as those others too, and that means it's possibly not because of the size that determines whether it has feathers or not. But they did state that the yeti, the yeti ranus, did live in shadier forests. So maybe that's how it kept cool. Right. Versus like here, it was a different right. climate. So maybe, maybe not. But. Also, a scientist from the University of Edinburgh. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Steve Brassate, Brassat said that the study um, showing that the T-Rex and other Tyrannosaurus is actually inconclusive because soft tissues like feathers are only preserved in fossil under specific circumstances. So even if it did have feathers, it might not have stayed in the fossil like the scaly right. skin would have. Right. Unless it was under specific circumstances. Hmm. So maybe, like, it wasn't under enough pressure, it wasn't enough heat. Like, I don't understand how... Those are the only ways that I think that fossils could be created, because that's how rocks are made. Yeah. I don't know. It's basically, like, all the minerals that... Like, bones are really good at becoming fossils, right? Because of what they're made of. Oh. Um, Whereas, like, things like hair, even skin... Um, degrade yeah. quicker than the actual fossilization process I can see. happen. So. so maybe that's like the same thing. Yeah. Um, so then in a New York Post article, which was in June of 2019, a Michael Benton, who's a professor of vertebrate paleontology at the University of Bristol, was involved in a team that in 2008 confirmed that there was presence of melanosomes in parts of the dinosaurs' coats that gave them color in their feathers. So I think it would be like dog fur. Right. So it's like you can see in the dog's skin where the fur would have different shades. Right. So he said that there there was proof of this type of melanosome in the dinosaur coat. This research showed that specific... Oh, here we go. This is going to be bad. Oh, here we go. Sinosaurotorix... Sinoceratrix, that sounds better, um, was a ginger. <laughs> Not only was it a ginger, but it had a white and ginger striped tail. Oh. Which, if you Google images, do you know what it looks like? What? It looks like a red panda. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's like a little like bird version of a red panda. It's so cute. Please Google it. It's S-I-N-O-S-A-U-R-O-P-T-E-R-Y-X. Please Google it. It's, ugh, it's so cute. Anyways, um, <laughs> I just wanted to talk Who about that. Who names these things? What? Who names these? They're like, let's just put a bunch of consonants together and scientists, end it with Rex. Bro, scientists. They're like, we gotta have the saurus, obviously. It's so super, like, how do we make this? Right. It's super annoying. It's possible. like dinosaurs and like pharmaceutical medications are the most annoyingly named things on this planet or like the scientific names for like any animals it's like what a dog is a canine but (laughs) 
That was a bad example. <laughs> you guys know what I mean, okay? It's Gino. Genus. I don't know. I don't remember. I, that I was in dumped school. that information <laughs> a decade ago. Uh, so, one, now that we've talked about the scales and, like, maybe it had feathers, maybe it did not, let's talk about the arms. Because we all know that there's a very big staple when you think about the T-Rex, right? Yeah. The teeny tiny arms. Um, Which, you know the answer to this joke, but pretend that you don't for a second, okay? okay? Um, Why can't the tie... The, the tyrannosaurus i'm getting cocky over here why can't the t-rex clap its hands i don't know okay i'm giving you guys a second think about it do you got it it's because it's dead (laughs) such a fucked joke (laughs) it's not because its arms are too short it's because it's dead um so these tiny arms are actually 20 percent the length of its legs which when compared to humans our arms are 70% the, the size of our legs, mm-hmm. which makes sense for our evolution. Right. Um, so it's just kind of crazy to think that it's, like, over half. So, like, if we cut half of our arms <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> that'd be so funny. Yeah. The... <laughs> Damn. It's not funny because now that'd I've be remembered awful. about amputees. Damn, I'm so dude. I'm sorry. It's not Holy funny. I'm sorry. Shit. I'm humbling myself real quick. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. It's not funny. You're right. anyways um so some say that the t-rex had these little arms to push them off the ground when they were asleep so they could just like roll over on their face apparently and just go whoop (laughs) which seems like like not a very good way to get up no it's not you'd think evolution had would have their backs a little bit better or like a tail like use your tail to get up whatever or more viciously it was to hold down prey while they were killing them or, Again, like, eating them. it seems a little more advantageous to have longer arms. Right. That's what you'd think. But yeah. um, then more scandalously, um, their <sighs> arms might have been used to attract a mate by... Flapping them around. No. By tickling them into wanting to mate, according to the New York Post. This is according the to other an dinosaur? fucking art. <laughs> no, like you have like to the get other T-Rex. S- yeah, like, you have to get so close to this thing... By the time you're tickling it, you're already probably mating. <laughs> it's like, oops. Ooh. <laughs> Can I tickle you I guess you we're now? here. So let's just. Oh, man. Or doing what male birds do now and, like, put on Dancing. a show and a song and dance. <laughs> yep. Um, so we're going to talk about. Uh, I didn't put this in my notes. How did I forget about this? There's, like, theories, too, that his arms, his, that the T-Rex's arms were so little because they were actually wings. And, like, the rest of it was made yeah. out of cartilage that wouldn't have survived. I've heard that. Like, kind of, like, fossilization. So that's also what makes me believe that yeah. they could do the song and dance because they had wings like actual birds would. Yeah. Makes sense to me, but I am no scientist. Great. Um, so now we're going to go into, like, how dinosaurs look now. How did we get to this spot where we're like, yep, that's a T-Rex. Great. Um, it's, uh, it's like a new art, but it's also, I feel like it's like technology. Like, it's fairly new, but, like, also it's progressed so much. <laughs> It's kind of crazy, but it also has so much more to go. Um, so it's called paleo art. It's basically the art of prehistoric subject matter. So not just dinosaurs, like cavemen, like 
Yeah. Like stuff like that that is prehistoric. Yeah. It's this particular like cat like <laughs> department. <laughs> right. I don't know. Um so they look at dinosaur bones and they create a creature from them. Which okay. back in the day, uh when it first started in the early nineteenth century, it kind of was not what it is now. Like <laughs> You can Google it when I tell you some of these artist depictions, because it's quite uh, ridiculous how they made dinosaurs look. Um, and the most of the paleo art that was first created is now, like, gone. A lot of the articles that I read said that, like, people that yeah. worked at, like, art museums that had this in there, basically, once they realized that that was, like, so outdated, the art museums, like, put that shit in the trash. Yeah. We don't give a fuck about that shit anymore. Right. And then, like, workers would be, like, digging it out of the trash because they're, like, they're, like oh, this is cool. Oh, this is so cool. <laughs> Which, to be fair, I would do that. Um, But even though they got a lot of attention because people were, like, fascinated with these depictions, um, we quickly realized how wrong they were. These scenes show dinosaurs just as vicious carnivores. They were literally eating and chasing everything. Uh, So if you Google Henry Thomas Della Beches, Duria Antiquador. Nope, there's no D. It's Antiquar. Who fucking knows? What um, can you say that name again? Henry Thomas de la Besh B E C H E, and then it's Duria D U R I A, mm-hmm. and it's Antiquar A N T I Q U I O R. So check that out. Um, you'll notice that there was like not a single herbivore that existed. They were all carnivores, and they all just wanted to kill each other. Um. So, that carried into our belief of what dinosaurs were like. It was just this vicious free-for-all during the Jurassic period. Everybody was killing everything. It was dangerous and it was scary. Ooh. Um, scandals. Um, but back in the beginning of paleo art, even now, fossil evidence and reconstruction was scarce. So, some of these artists in the beginning filled the gap with scientific fact mm-hmm. with their fiction or fears. So, that's why dinosaurs are seen that way. And this also made the type of dinosaur, like, the same dinosaur bones found, like, say, like, a stegosaurus. Yeah. If that, I don't know if this exists in Russia, but this is just the example that I thought of. If they found that skeleton in Russia, and we found the same one here in America. Right. Russia would depict it differently based off of yeah. that than we would. Yes. Um. So, that's absolutely not what you should do when you're drawing yeah. for, like, a fact. Um, then in 1854, when the Crystal Palace was being rebuilt, a Benjamin Waterhouse Hawkins, who is a natural history illustrator, was asked to create his first life-size sculpture of the prehistoric reptiles. Again, his name is Benjamin Waterhouse Hawkins. Um, so not only are these the first three-dimensional reconstructions of prehistoric animals, but they're at what he thought was life-size. Um, this heavily, I know you're laughing because they look ridiculous, right? (laughs) This heavily influenced how the public imagined the dinosaurs clearly. And if you're looking this up, you can see the sculptures, or I'm sorry, you can see these sculptures to this day, or at least according to the, um, article I found at National Geographic from 2017, um, they don't look anything like what we have seen, like Jurassic Park. They look like chunky komodo dragons yes or like nessie yeah like weird like water like alligator kind of creatures but also kind of like lizardy but like really fat and like short legs yes yeah like corgi meets uh dinosaur right (laughs) (laughs) the dinosaurs are 
Corgi meets dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're funny. <laughs> Uh, so older works of these paleo artists depicted the dinosaurs dragging their tails on the ground, but later found fossilized tracks that revealed no evidence of this, thus leading to the assumption that they held their tails up like a cat or a dog for balance. Um, Makes sense. Right? One thing that we might see change in the near future is muscle structure, which you just talked about before, um, which could result in its own different formation of dinosaurs that we know. Uh, this is because for a while, scientists have been looking at the shape of the bone and kind of thought, huh, well, birds have a bone that's similar to this, and so do crocodiles, and those are what we know of being the most related to dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. So if we just put the same muscle structure onto the dinosaur as there is on birds and crocodiles, then there you go. Okay. Easy. That's the same. It's the same animal. Obviously. Obviously. Um, but they're finding out that that's not true. <laughs> no shit. Especially when it comes to how many legs the dinosaurs have. They figured this out because they realized that bipedal... Is that how you say it? Yeah. I don't know why I want to say bipedal. Some people say bipedal. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Bipedal. That sounds better. Um, which means two-legged dinosaurs, so we're bipedal had a completely different muscle structure than a quadrupedal, mm -hmm. which is a four-legged animal. Right. Um, so if they thought their skeletons were similar enough to have the same muscle structure, but they're quickly learning. So they literally took, like, alligators and just propped them up on two back legs. Yeah, like, basically. Silly. And then they realized that the way they, like, I think I should have put this in my notes, but basically I think they were trying to, like, create movement, like, technologically very difficult to do it's very difficult to do because when they realize the way sense. that the muscles yeah. were connected they're like there's no way this thing could fucking walk it took them months to figure out the cgi of the movement of the t-rex in jurassic park yeah months yeah for a walk to get it to walk normal and make it look natural and yeah not fucked up yeah <laughs> and it probably if it was the correct anatomy Muscle. yeah it would have been easier right so I think they're quickly learning into that. Mm -hmm. um, and you pointed out this theory to me, which is another reason why I wanted to cover this, is that um, that muscle wasn't really thought of for dinosaurs. They just kind of put skin. It was like the saran wrap Yeah, the idea. saran wrap idea. Yeah. Like they just kind of put skin over them and like maybe considered like some muscle, like just enough for like... Like on their legs. Yeah. <laughs> but like when you look at their face... Yeah. It literally looks like somebody put saran wrap over their skull, like skull. Yeah, which that's not true. No, <laughs> that's not how it Our works. Our faces how have terrifying. fat. Our dogs' faces have fat. Like, yeah, how terrifying would we look if we just had skin? Oh, it'd be it would be extremely off-putting. So uncomfortable. Yeah. So also doesn't make any fucking sense because what moves the jaw? Yeah, I don't. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. a great idea, but I tried like googling like dinosaurs without muscle like theories about dinosaurs muscles and all i could find was what i just told you it's not really something that's uh i don't think researched enough in like it's changing quite yeah a bit, it's but... changing pretty quickly but that's a theory to think of maybe like i said we're still trying to figure out what the t-rex looks like but there is a t-rex that is on exhibit named sue 
they are the most complete T-Rex skeleton discovered as of an article by fieldmuseum.org, which was June of 2019. Uh, Sue has 250 of the estimated 380 bones, which shows for her at 90% complete, assuming that the missing bones are smaller. But if we... <laughs> If our assumptions are wrong, and really, Sue has, like, six more legs, she's only, like, 2% complete, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> it's like... And it's pretty crazy to think that, like, there's not a single T-Rex that's been put together from one full skeleton. Like, that's how all most dinosaurs are. Piecemeal. Most dinosaurs aren't complete skeletons. Like, yeah. there's, like, the rare ones where you can find a fossil, mm -hmm. but, like, there's still... Like, it's so hard to find one that's fully complete. Like, we're kind of just, like, saying, okay, we have the front half of this part, and then the what we think is the back half here, and mm -hmm. that looks like they fit together. Um, I don't know. Anyways, if you're interested in Sue, you can find her at Field Museum in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, she was found... I keep saying she. I'm sorry I'm genderizing a dinosaur, but... Um, she was found in August of 1990 by a woman named Sue Hendrickson. So that's why she, the dinosaur's oh, yeah. named Sue after her um some fun stuff before i put an end to my ranting is according to paul barrett at london's natural history museum scientists are trying to create models of dinosaurs vocal cords or using skins of their skulls to try to figure out what they actually sounded like because believe it or not it's not gonna be what you hear in jurassic park because the T-Rex specifically in Jurassic Park, that noise was made by slowing down an elephant's roar mm -hmm. along with other growling animals. Yep. So that's not, that's, we all know that like a growling cheetah does not sound like a baby bird. Yep. So like, how can we say that's what a T-Rex sounds right. like? Um, so I also want to derail on one last conspiracy theory, which is what sparked this whole thing that I wanted to talk about, which is our T-Rex what we know of as dragons. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yes, because How it's would like, every culture have this idea of a dragon? Every single culture. And it's if you look at them, if you put wings like a dragon on a T-Rex, tell me, tell me that yeah. doesn't look like a dinosaur. <sighs> and according to a TikTok theory, yes, T-Rexes are <laughs> dragons, which I looked through my entire liked TikTok history. I couldn't... It, for hours, I was looking for this TikTok. I could not yeah. find it. And I guarantee you now that I am putting it out there to the world and recording about it, I will find this TikTok. And if I do, I will share it on our Instagram. TikTok's probably listening on our phones. And it's like, oh, let me put this on your for you page. I've tried at work talking about it to like have it come <laughs> up and TikTok's not helping me very well. Mm -hmm. But I guarantee you now that I'm recording it and I can no longer like <laughs> right. research about yeah. it. Oh, whatever. So... Again, it goes back to the theory that the little arms for T-Rex were actually wings for a vast... I put dwagon. Dwagon. For a vast dwagon. Dwagon. Um, and that the fact that we really, have, like I said, haven't found a full T-Rex skeleton. So why not? Why not have them be dragons? I think they should be. I think that sounds lovely. Yeah. I'm super bummed because there were a couple articles of uh, from New York Times that... I really wanted to look into, which is, like, evolution to the T-Rex, but I had to pay for a s subscription, and I didn't, so. Yeah. I love it. Thanks. I'm going with dragons, because that's more fun to me. It's more fun. Yeah. 
Or if I anything, absolutely don't think they look like what we think they look no, like. There's no chance. Right? <laughs> what are the chances? It's low. Especially when we started out with what you saw. That guy had like chunky, I, I just dinosaurs. Right. I just sent you three articles <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> on this. One of them is from BuzzFeed and it's modern animals and what they would look like if we had drawn them like they drew... <laughs> <laughs> like they drew dinosaurs <laughs> they're fucked up okay they're super you guys scary. should google that too because yeah. that looks like it'd be funny um that's so funny <laughs> oh my gosh but also even if they weren't dinosaurs to begin with who's not to say that they didn't evolve into dragons yeah. especially since like in the medieval times yeah that was like a poppin topic were dragons yeah poppin poppin <laughs> i love it you're telling me when you think of, like, medieval history, the first thing that pops in your head aren't, like, knights and dragons? 100% knights and dragons. Yeah. Knights, dragons, shit in the streets. <laughs> Plagues everywhere. <laughs> Poor people. <laughs> Fat kings. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Off with the head. Good shit, babe. Thanks. A plus. Sorry, that was, like, such a... These are such random topics. <laughs> <laughs> No, I love don't it, worry, though. guys. I Next week it. will be true crime. Yeah. Back to our roots. <laughs> Stop getting weird on you guys for at least a week or two. <laughs> um, you got anything else? I don't think so. You want to smash that Smirnoff? No. Oh. I had a headache again last night. I think it's from the sugar. Oh, no shit. Yeah, no shit. Well, in that case, since you said headache from the sugar... um. You can find us on Instagram at Who Knew Podcast. You can email us at Who Knew Podcast 666 at gmail.com. Or you can support us on Patreon if you feel like doing that. Otherwise, I don't have any mulligans. Do you? That you can remember? I don't think so. Okay. Sick. There's no animals in here. We kicked them out. So goodbye. Bye.